first reading from Daniel, we've got more of these very elaborate visions with uh, a lot of cryptic symbols in them. And we got this series of animals that represent successive human political dynasties or kingdoms. And then finally we've got not an animal but a man coming from the heavens and the and this man, one like the son of one like a son of man, it's to him that's given dominion and glory and uh, and power forever. And that is uh, a symbol of the kingdom of God. It's a symbol of Jesus Christ who in the days of his earthly ministry referred to himself as the Son of Man quite frequently. And uh, this uh, lets us know that the kingdoms of humankind, human kingdoms, are going to come to an end. They don't last forever. But the kingdom of God does. And if we want to find ourselves in the kingdom of God, we need to listen and not just believe theoretically, but believe in a practical manner and live according to the words of Jesus Christ. He says in our gospel, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. It is the teaching of Christ and the kingdom of God that he came to promulgate through his teaching alone that will last forever. The kingdoms of man will come to an end. The kingdom of, of Christ will not. Uh, now, looking at the, these various human kingdoms, the final one uh, says, uh, this, is, this is a fourth beast, it's terrifying, horrible, uh, had a great iron teeth, so forth and so on. And then there's all these visions of horns, and the horns represent individual political kings or authorities. And then it says there's this one final horn, it says, um, <clears throat> A little horn sprang out of their midst. This horn had eyes like a man and a mouth that spoke arrogantly. And this horn is uh, constructed on the on the historical person of Antiochus Epiphanes, the guy that is the persecutor in the book of Maccabees that we, we just read last week. Okay, So if we remember Eleazar, who was being forced to eat swine's flesh uh, at the behest of the king, that king that was making him do that, that's Antiochus uh, the fourth, or Antiochus Epiphanes. And so this little horn is kind of uh, shaped or figured on the basis of Antiochus. Uh, Antiochus. But um, this, more fundamentally though, uh, is a figure of the Antichrist, the final uh, political worldly king who will come, who will persecute the church. And it will be just uh, after his appearance on earth that Christ will return and bring an end to the kingdoms of man. So the Antichrist will be kind of a culmination of all the pride and the arrogance of uh, fallen human nature that has set itself against God and has uh, dared to uh, presume itself eternal when God's kingdom alone is eternal. But I just want to draw your attention to the, the fact that this little horn, it speaks arrogant things and blasphemies, but that it has eyes of a man. I think it's, it's a very interesting and notable um, description or symbol. It has eyes of a man. And uh, I haven't read this in a commentary, but my suspicion, my interpretation of that is the eyes of a man is in the sense that the Antichrist and the spirit of the Antichrist sees the world 
and judges the world according to fallen human nature and not according to the spirit of faith. And so it is important if we don't want to be deceived by the spirit of Antichrist, we need to embrace the spirit of faith. And that is faith, not just because it is possible for someone to go through the creed and say, I truly believe the creed. I really believe that there's one God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, so forth and so on. But they don't live their life according to that faith. They don't truly judge and estimate at a practical level in their day-to-day -day life their various experiences and the things in the world and the, and the different events that happen according to the point of view of the faith. They don't have the spirit of faith. They have faith in a theoretical manner, but they lack the spirit of faith. And they have eyes that judge the world according to the fallen human nature that sees, it's a, it's a kind of a practical atheism. It's someone who judges and then acts according to that judgment on the basis uh, as if there really were no God, as if the truths of the faith really were not true. And so what we're being called and asked to do by Christ in the gospel who says his words will not pass away is to believe the word of Christ not just in a theoretical manner but in a practical manner. And we need to judge all things according to that word and see the world from within the word of God, from within the point of view of the word of God. And thereby we will not be deceived by the spirit of Antichrist. We will adhere to the words of Christ. And like his, his words, uh, we, although heaven and earth will pass away, will endure forever.